There he is. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. How are you doing, Connor? I'm good, bro. Trying to work all this Zoom stuff. I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got to do now is... We're good. Beautiful, man. Well, I won't keep you for too long, but I, I love that we're already off to a great start. You're wearing my favorite baseball team hat. So That's we're both, right, baby. We're both Angels fans. Are you from Orange County? I'm from Orange County, yeah. I grew up in South Orange County. Whereabouts? Uh, like Mission Viejo area. Okay, so South, South Orange County. South, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I ended up moving down to like Dana Point, my the end of high school and stuff like that, so really far down there. Like Rancho, I have some nieces that could go to Rancho Santa Margarita down that way. Yeah, man, that's I lived right there. That's beautiful, it. beautiful. Well, I love that seeing the Angels had, and we could probably talk sports all day, but let's talk about the band. Hell Cas- yeah, man. Cassetta, right? Yeah. I love it, man. It kind of a throwback to, to the days of growing up with cassettes, but tell me how uh, this, this band got started. Like any good story, we got to start at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It was uh, really, I mean, the the long story short would just be with Kevin. He he was the one who had all the riffs, you know. Usually it's the riff master, you know, who comes calling. <laughs> but uh, he, we we kind of have, for me and Kevin, we had a mutual friend. His name's Ryan. Um, he he actually he owns the studio that we've done all of our music out of and stuff like that. But he he and I are good friends. And uh, our old bands had played a bunch of shows together. And then uh, Kevin is in a band with him uh, called Pressure Cracks. That's with Jason Allen, Aaron Butler and all that. Okay. And they, they, we, we were playing a show up in Seattle and that's how I first met Kevin actually, um, which was like the end of last year, I believe. And we had so many mutual friends that just kind of worked out and he was looking for a singer and my band was kind of like on the fringe of breaking up at that point. And so he just hit me up and sent me like the first couple songs we had. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, I'm looking for a singer. I was like, I'm fucking in. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super in. So from there, it was like he, he and Mark were already friends, which is the other guitar player. And um, he and Bob go way back. They were in Scars of Tomorrow back in the day, which is like a, an older, like Southern California hardcore band from back in the day. Um, And Bob, uh, he he knew Alex from those days. They used to play shows together at Showcase and all that back when with Suicide Silence. And that's kind of how it all came together. Kevin was like the catalyst. He hit me up. I was in. And then uh, we rounded out the lineup with those guys. And it's it's been rolling ever since. We're super stoked. Yeah, I love what I'm hearing so far. And, and it, it all started from riffs. But was there, being that you have a past, was there anything that you kind of went in with the headspace of like, I'm going to make sure I do this or that versus last time or anything musically that you wanted to do differently this time around? Yeah, I, with this band, I, I just know when from the first conversations with Kevin, he was like, dude, I just want it to be as like heavy as sounding as possible you know like you know there's a lot of bands who lean like in the hardcore scene more punk or just more metal or whatever we were like let's just have the gnarliest breakdowns we can you know and it's like break breakdown after breakdown and this is kind of what how how it worked out and for me that's exactly what i came from just going to like beat down hardcore shows and stuff like that when i was like 13 14 years old in the first beginning days of, of of dabbling in the hardcore scene for me um and to do it with the guys that when i was in high school and whatnot going to their shows it was a no-brainer so that was that was awesome i think that with the songs though they 
I don't think they tend to sound too much like a scars of tomorrow or even mm. like a suicide silence. No. You know, there's, there's little hints of that in there, but sure. really it's more so like, let's just like smash some faces with some brains. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A couple of blast beats, a little bit, a little bit of punk thrown in there, but it's like, it's no frills, you know? I love, man. Love what I'm hearing so far. And then we finally get to see it all live for the first time ever coming up Friday, November 17th at Chain Reaction and uh, a couple other bands on the bill. Uh, Desmadre. Yeah, buddy. And then That's a big one. and then all these bands out of the Inland Empire that I love. Talk to me yeah. about the about the lineup you put together for this debut show. Yeah, we got some epic IE bands, man. Ishiki and Darsum. Darsum is like Gabe. Gabe, the the singer for Darsum, he's like the godfather of the IE hardcore scene, man. <laughs> he's like he's the guy. So um, we knew like we all we all knew Gabe on our own. So that was like a cool thing to have his band come play with us too. And then um, Harsh Reality round, rounding it out too with Des Madre. It's going to be freaking wild. That that band, Ishiki, who's opening, that band is like, I mean, th- they might play first, but it's they they also could very much headline too. Like that, <laughs> that's the cool thing about the the lineup that we got is it's not necessarily like oh like small bands to big bands. It's right. like just a, a group of bands that we personally thought would fit well with like our first show because that's like we were kind of brainstorming like. Well, what kind of bands do like would we feel like we wanted to play with you know um so it really ended up like they're doing us the favor of playing with <laughs> us which is really really cool and we can ask for a better lineup with that and uh, it's it's going to be a pretty fun night bro now as far as uh set list is there more songs that you haven't unleashed yet that we'll get to hear that night covers what are we doing how are we filling out oh, that yeah. set list yeah we i mean shit we've Kevin has written like 15 or 16 songs, man. Oh, we're wow. like, we're deep. yeah. And I think with lyrics, we've got probably close to 10 songs or something like that. Totally like ready. Done is a, is an overstatement. <laughs> they're, they're never done dude. Right. Until, until we're made to stop because they're recorded, you know, right, it's like, right. um, but yeah, we've got, we've got a, a good set list. It's really just about making sure that we're going to be able to slam every song. You know what I'm saying? So recently, because now Alex is back from tour and whatnot, we're going to have to hammer down on a lot of rehearsals <laughs> and kind of see where that goes. Um, we do have plans on throwing a little uh, surprise um, cover song in there at the uh-huh. end, just to make sure that people have some, some words to sing since they might not be super familiar with ours yet, you know? Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're super stoked. We've got a lot of work to do up until then. Um, so it's kind of like the exciting part stuff. Like it, it starts now, you know, getting in the room with the guys and cause up until now, it's really been a lot of like sending things back and forth online mm-hmm. and writing the songs that way. And, and especially cause Alex was gone with POD and whatnot and, and on tour for so long. So we've just been kind of sending him stuff that we've been doing on our own and we get together once a week in a in a studio and like we just like kind of bounce through drums through our pa and like (laughs) have fake drums and practice to it and do what we can um but yeah now we got alex back and we're just gonna hit it hard in rehearsals and see what happens does it feel like a kid do you feel like starting all over again that you get like a little bit of giddiness dude we had a session actually in the recording studio like a week ago and 
I left that recording studio feeling like I was like 16 again. It had been a long time since I was like, we, we just had, we just bonded in such a cool way, man. It was just me, Kevin and Alex in there. And we're, you know, we're, we're, we're yelling at each other. Like, fuck yeah. Every take was like, it was like winning the Super Bowl, man. It was pretty <laughs> sweet. And, and energy like that, it's the only reason why I do this. I'm, I'm 35, man. I've, I've been doing this a long time and, you, you, whether it was playing in bands or booking bands and house shows in Long Beach and stuff like that. Um, so to be 35 and to be doing this again and like leaving sessions that stoked still is like, it just reminds you that you're in it for the right reasons, you know? And that, and that's really the only thing I care about is to just make cool music with my friends, you know? I love it. Love hearing that attitude and excitement from you. And, you know, talking about the 10 songs doing live, I imagine we're working our way towards an album. Do we have any sort of idea time frame next year? I imagine at this point, are you still shopping it? What's the, what's the plan that way? Yeah, honestly, we don't have like total concrete plans on like whether or not we're going to like release a full length next year or if we'll just do like another you know maybe like four song ep or something like that because we have a lot of material you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of being able to like hash it all out together and make that decision together because like we haven't had a whole lot of time to really sit down as a band and like talk a whole lot of future stuff it's been like okay well we got these songs (laughs) uh we have this amount of time to like make sure everyone knows it we have a show coming up now so it's just been a lot um we do have two songs that we just finished recording that will at at least one of those for sure will be released like in the next month or so maybe a little bit longer i don't want to like put (laughs) too much pressure on that um but we do have i think we'll be crawling in 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 our at our own little pace and releasing songs as we go as far as like a full full length i'm just not totally sure yet it's interesting in this day and age, and you talked about how long you've been in the business. There is that other way. You don't necessarily need the the quote unquote machine anymore. So it, you know, it's always interesting to see how to go about it this day and age. You know what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a trip, dude. Music is done differently now. It's like it's it used to be like okay, like hunker down in a room with your friends, write ten fucking songs, you know, and yeah. like don't come until it's done. Like <laughs> but now it's now it's really not like that. You can just release singles and and it seems like, you know, more more kids listen to music that way. Where it's mm-hmm. like it's more about playlists and oh I like that one song that you did. And right. you can release singles and it it's okay for people. And I, I I'm always like the type of person who I like I like to write a, a whole record or yeah. whatever it is. But um with us it's just worked out this way you know where it's just we take it song by song we're not really for us you know again like just our age and i think we've all kind of you know i i know that the scars tomorrow guys they've done that whole thing where they toured for a really long time alex is still knee deep in that whole life and like for us with this band it's more so about like we just want our friends to come mosh you know what i'm saying (laughs) so for us it's not like a whole lot of like well, let's meticulously plan out things too much. Right, you know? right, of course, right. There's a little bit of that in the music, of course. Like you have to play that game a little bit, but it's just not high priority. Like we just can't wait to play live and fucking watch people go off. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. And then, and talking about that, you know, like a, a band like Incendiary comes to mind, where they yeah. kind of, you know, have kind of done it that way. Like I oh, will just kind of put it out as we go, and then they've built this thing now that's that's massive. So it kind of shows even more. There's more than one route to get there. 
It does. Yeah. Incendiary, their last record, they did that, right? They like, they were like a single, another single, another single. I'm like, are they going to release the whole album? And then the whole album came out and I was like, holy shit, this shit slaps, dude. Yeah. That, that album is, is incredible, man. Oh man. I love that band so much, bro. I love that shit. Love it, man. Last couple of things I wanted to hit you with, uh, just because you're an old touring dog and, and ironically it was my birthday yesterday. So I'm kind of curious, man, all the years of touring and stuff, is there a, a birthday moment on stage that jumps out to you, whether it was your birthday or somebody else's, or is that something uh, you try to keep quiet when you're on tour? Like, Shh, don't tell anyone it's my birthday. Uh, honestly, for me, I've never really like celebrated my birthday at a show. Um, but I do have a an epic with my, my one of my old bands. This was like 2010, maybe. Okay. This was a house show in Long Beach. I live in Long Beach, and and we we threw a house show for my guitar player at the time's birthday, and we had this massive party and just destroyed this house. It was actually <laughs> uh, Joyce Manor played. They were booked on this bill. Okay. And it's like right after they put out their self-titled and so many kids showed up, bro. It was fucking (laughs) insane. And we had this epic party for our guitar player. Like the fan was ripped off the roof of the house and shit. Like it went insane. There was 10 cop cars. There was a helicopter chopper trying to fucking like get the kids to leave and shit. Oh my God. That was probably the best like birthday show i've ever been a part of even though it wasn't my birthday but <laughs> regardless happy birthday though dude uh, thank you thank you and thanks for sharing that story man i mean i i, I could imagine i've i could imagine it going horrible or or not at all or you know want to keep yeah, it on the I down mean, low. for us that was as good as it could have gone <laughs> yeah can't <laughs> do great. no better than that dude connor yeah, exactly. appreciate all the time last thing i wanted to hit you with man we're an old school radio station we do a feature called mandatory metallic every night at 10 p.m which you're going to be a part of so I wanted to dig into your your fandom a little bit. Are you a Metallica fan? Uh, honestly, not that much of a Metallica fan. A lot of people find that very um, like weird. I do like some of that early thrash shit that they were doing. Yeah, but by the time I was kind of like hearing Metallica on the radio and shit, it just kind of ruined it for me. So I never really went down that road. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm a thrash guy. I love that shit. You know. Yeah, dude. I mean, the first four albums, I mean, are, are nothing but thrash. And then it gets a little, you know, they go down yeah, some different cool paths. Yeah, Ride the Lightning or whatever. Is that, yeah. that's, that's one of those ones that I feel like one of my buddies showed me. And I was like, ah, I, I can fuck with this. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, pretty amazing, even regardless of the music, to look at what they've done as a band and become the institution they have in 40 plus years and, and doing stadiums and all that. Insane. So much respect for that band, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't think Cassetta would be a band if it wasn't for the Metallicas in the world. You know what I'm saying? So huge respect for sure. Do you have a, a, a favorite song? Is there a Metallica song that comes to mind that we could play for you on Mandatory Metallica? I hate to do this to you, but I really don't know any Metallica songs. It's just not who I put on to listen to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll, we'll pick off of something, maybe uh, something off of Ride the Lightning. Since, since that's, that's what I'm album. saying. Yeah, pick pick me something on that and uh, and we'll bang our heads for sure. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time and uh, look forward to the new music as it comes out and, and happy to support. Mike, I appreciate it, bro. Thank you for your time, bro. Absolutely. Thanks. Have a good one, man. Bye-bye. 
Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.